Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. All right, Mr. News, hit it! It is use it or lose it time for our precious First Amendment. This is a crucial moment in time. In the history of the United States, stand by. The doors of the newsroom are locked and the PC police are not getting in. Sit back and relax as we unfold this edition of the Ledger Report. There was a time, a time before cable, when the local anchorman reigned supreme. And in San Diego, one anchorman was more man than the rest. His name was Graham Ledger. given us thoughts on all kinds of subjects. You've opined on all kinds of issues. Give us your best guess then. I just did. No, you didn't. You didn't give us a time. What, when do you think this is going to, are we going to be doing, are we going to be here two years from now wearing masks? No, I don't. Ask I Dr. Don't. Fauci the same question. Well, let, let me, let me, you're ranting again. Let me no, just. I'm not ranting. Yes, you are. No, I, I, here's how it works, Dr. Fauci. Right. I get to ask you the questions. You're the highest paid official in the United States government. You've given us your advice on baseball, on dating apps, on cruise ships. You told us zero masks, one mask, two masks, now back to one mask. I'm just asking you, when is it going to end? You can say I'm ranting. I'm actually asking the question that the citizens I get the privilege of representing, and my name actually goes on a ballot. I don't think your name's ever been on a ballot. My name goes on a ballot. The citizens I represent want to know the answer to when they can get their liberties back. You know, you and all I that ranting, I actually call it standing up for the Constitution, which I take an oath to uphold, Dr. Fauci, every year, every term that I serve in this Congress representing the folks in the 4th District of Ohio. So it is not ranting, it is defending the First Amendment. Bye, Gary. And we'd like Stop it. tape, stop tape. That little voice you heard in the background, badgering, badgering. Well, we know who that is. That's Max Watt, Maxine Waters, who's now telling people I don't know why anybody listens to Maxine Waters, but apparently some people do, telling people to hit the streets. And if there isn't a verdict, just like the Rodney King we saw, what, 25 years ago now? If the verdict isn't exactly what the activists want, and Maxine Waters, make no mistake, is nothing more than a hoodlum, street-level activist, not lower than Barack Obama and his community activism, uh, if they don't get what they want, they're going to burn down the cities. The Democrat, by the way, controlled cities. You notice they don't attempt this in the few Republican strongholds. They're not going to attempt it, for example, in Texas, are they? I mean, maybe some pockets of Texas, like Austin, and maybe down along the border that have become consumed with liberal think and liberalism and liberal people. But in certain rural areas of Texas, go ahead and try that. Try, <laughs> try looting the grocery store. 
Try going in there in the appliance store and, and, and walking out with the flat screens and see what the neighbors um, might do. This is a very, very important moment in time. You can see by the questioning of Dr. Fauci, as Congressman Jordan pointed out, the highest paid official in the federal government, makes more money than the President of the United States. Imagine that. Um, uh, significantly more money. $417,000 a year. More on Fauci and his income in just a moment. But Fauci doesn't see what I see. Fauci doesn't see what Congressman Jordan sees. Fauci doesn't see what tens of millions of Americans see across this land. That the government response to the Wuhan coronavirus has crushed constitutional rights. In particular, First Amendment rights. The framers of the Constitution passed the Constitution in 1787 without certain functions to protect the people. And they did so in this manner to get the thing passed, and then they promised George Mason of Virginia that they would redress it right away, and they kept their promise. And so 17, I think it was 17 amendments were proffered at first. They whittled it down to, I think, 12, a dozen, and now 10. 10 became the Bill of Rights. And the very first amendment in the Bill of Rights is this thing called the First Amendment that protects free speech, freedom of religion, freedom to assemble, um, freedom of the press, free press, and, uh, of course, the freedom to address your government. If you happen to have a problem, you're able to, to go to a city council meeting and, and let them know uh, of the problem. The problem is all five of those protected rights in the First Amendment are under assault in 2020. Frankly, they've been under assault for about 100 years in this country. But pedal to the metal in 2020 and 2021, especially if you happen to live in a blue state like California, the Marxist governor there crushing the First Amendment, absolutely squishing the First Amendment under his well-shined shoe. Speech. You got a muzzle on? How can you speak effectively? You're being told to stay home under lockdown? How can you communicate face-to-face -face with people? Speech. Crushed. Mobility, too, by the way. That's not written in the First Amendment, but it's all over the United States Constitution. The ability to move about the country at will from state to state. Crushed! It should have been. It was an oversight, if I dare say, by uh, James Madison. That really, the, the ability to travel, inherent in the Constitution, inherent in liberty and freedom, unfortunately, apparently now needs to be delineated in the United States Constitution. But speech crushed. The right to go to church unbelievably crushed. And we're going to talk about that on this program with Pastor Jack Hibbs of the uh, Chino Hills Calvary Chapel, a very, very brave and patriotic pastor who, in California, stood up to the Marxist governor and said, no, hell no, we're not going to shut down. We're not going to deny people the ability to worship God at our church and he stayed open the entire time. God bless him, and we're going to hear uh, from him in just a moment.
By the way, I want to remind you this here program is brought to you by MyPillow and Mike Lindell. If you go to MyPillow.com and you enter Ledger in the promo code box, you get up to 66% off. But I also want to remind you that Frank's speech is now underway. It's under attack. Um, you knew that was going to happen, right? Whoever. Is it somebody in Russia? Is it somebody in China? Is it somebody in uh, a basement in San Francisco, California? Who knows? There are basements in San Francisco, believe it or not. I grew up there, I know. Uh, but frank speech is our ability to have free speech with a modicum of decorum. Can't use bad words and you can't use God's name in vain. Okay, that's our supposedly our contract with the Bible as Christians and as Jews, right? Our contract as Judeo-Christian Americans is to not take the Lord's name in vain, supposedly. So Mike Lindell's going to uphold that. Big deal. That's not crushing free speech. But I'll tell you what is crushing free speech, and that is YouTube and Facebook. I'm on double secret probation right now. I can't post to Facebook, can't post to YouTube. Why? I don't know. I had the audacity to talk about vaccines. I had the audacity to talk about the Second Amendment and the fact that gun-free zones are shooting galleries to wackos. I had the audacity to talk about the 2020 election results and malfeasance and dominion. Are we allowed to say dominion? You're allowed to say dominion on Frank's speech. So go to GrahamLedger.com and subscribe if you'd like to this year's podcast. You can subscribe to for free. And uh, you can also answer the Ledger Register question, which asks you, are you going to sign up for free speech or Frank speech um, on Mike Lindell's site? And are you going to sign up for the Donald Trump social media slash mainstream or whatever he comes up with? Are you going to sign up for these? But I know a lot of people don't want to do social media, and I understand why. But these are going to be user-friendly and constitutional-friendly and conservative-friendly and America-friendly sites. I know I've been on the back end of the Frank Speech site, loading some of my material. There's some bugs, but that'll work out. But uh, it's going to be a venue for all Americans, even if it's people who don't agree with Donald Trump or Graham Ledger or Mike Lindell. As long as there is some polite activity going on and talking about these issues, it's fine. That's going to be Frank Speech. Why well, he named it uh, Frank. So I want to remind you to support uh, uh, GrahamLedger.com and also support uh, MyPillow.com and FrankSpeech.com. Uh, but back to Fauci. He's not, Congressman Jordan's not ranting any more than I'm ranting. Congressman Jordan is standing up for me because I'm not represented that way in Congress. He's standing up for the Constitution. When, Dr. Fauci, when does it end? One mask, no mask, two masks, 10 masks, 400 masks. Yeah, if two masks are better, 400 are the best, right? But you can't breathe, you'll be dead. But hey, you know what? You stop the virus. It's insanity. It's absolute insanity. He's non-elected, as Congressman Jordan uh, pointed out. And that's very, very important. Because this guy is setting policy. This guy is the reason why in California, until very recently, People weren't able to go to church, inside church. It's the reason in California they're still wearing masks. I know you people in Florida are laughing, but it ain't funny. It is not funny. You're laughing in Texas, I know. And then in Oregon, 
Oregon, they're talking about indefinitely mandating masks. I mean, this is the way the liberal mind thinks. It's not based on any kind of science. It's not based on any kind of health parameters. It's control. They love the control. They want to see how far they can push people. A mask is a compliance test. That's what it is. It's a compliance test. And too many Americans, tens of millions of Americans, are compliant. And you know what? If we all went to the airport and we all said, screw you, we're not going to wear a mask, and we all lined up for that Southwest Airlines flight or that United flight or that Delta, which we're boycotting anyway, flight. And we all said, screw you, we're all taking off our masks. What do you think they would do? What do you think they would do? Cancel the flight? Maybe. Maybe. But at some point, the airlines would have to say, well, none of these people is, is wearing a mask. We got to make money. We got to fly these aeroplanes. Same thing at restaurants. I tell people all the time. The businesses, Home Depot. If everybody went into Home Depot, which again, we're boycotting, without a mask on, what are they going to do? Stop selling two by fours? I don't think so. There is power in numbers and there is power in knowledge. It's unfortunate that most Americans don't know what they don't know, and they need to know about Fauci. There's more about Fauci and how much money. According to a source, this is out of realnews.com, but a source inside the NIH, National Institutes of Health, Fauci, in 2020, are you sitting down? You may not like this. Allegedly, according to this source, grossed $9 million. So. Uh, Above that 400000 plus pay grade, he grossed $9 million in 2020. Why? How, Dr. Fauci? How? This is what I would be asking him now. Dr. Fauci, you have shut down an entire economy. You have forced people to give up their constitutional rights. You have ruined businesses. You have crushed lives. You have taken away an entire year going on a year plus now for millions, tens of millions of Americans. How, Dr. Fauci, did you gross $9 million in 2020? And apparently a colleague at NIH is, is leaking this and, and asked Fauci, so how, how did you do it? Do you have some sort of in with the, the vaccines, a.k.a. Big Pharma? And he just kind of smiled and winked wouldn't answer. What do you think? What do you think? If this report is true out of real news, that source inside NIH says that Fauci grossed $9 million, a so-called public servant grossed $9 million. How do you think he got it? And is that just the beginning? How's 2021 going to flesh out for this public servant, this, this meek and meager little guy who runs around with a mask on and doesn't wear it at the baseball game and tells us one day don't wear a mask, the next day wear a mask, and the next day wear two masks, and the next day wear one mask. How do you think he got that, if it's true, this report? Nine million dollars. Fauci is the reason. He is the reason. He's not 
symbolically the reason. Fauci is the reason for this huge strike and this huge loss of our constitutional rights in 2020 and going into 2021. And there's no doubt in my mind that X amount of these lost rights will never be back. Think about it. California, the, the, the governor there, who's trying to survive a recall election, is opening up his economy back to normal on June 15th, except, except, it's not back to normal, is it? Well, uh, Governor Newsom, uh, going back to normal means everything's back to normal. Well, it, there'll be some issues. Like what, uh, Governor Newsom? Uh, like wearing a mask. You're still going to have to wear a mask. You know there's been a mask mandate in place in California since June 18th, 2020. And the Wuhan coronavirus has done this. Up, 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 up. And then that's going down, 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 down. Now, people like Newsom are going to get at least try and claim credit to that, right? The rollout of the vaccine. And he's saying now 25 million Californians, there's only 40 million, that includes illegals, okay? 25 out of 40 million have the vaccine. And he's going to try and claim credit for it. When in reality, what happened in California is natural herd immunity and the virus running its course. That's all that took place. And you know people who deserve credit for suppressing the spread of the virus? It's people with common sense who happen to listen to doctors who understand about the vaccine, that it's something that you should think twice about getting because it's infusing an artificial entity, artificial DNA, if you will, in your body. The doctors and people like me who espouse natural remedies, natural ways to fight back against viruses. Vitamin D, we know vitamin D does a very good job at mitigating viruses, including the Wuhan coronavirus. Zinc, same thing. And vitamin C, I've been a vitamin C freak for probably 20 years or more. I take it in powder form because I learned from a fellow uh, radio host uh, that that is the, the way to ingest a vitamin C in powder form. I get the chewables sometimes. Um, like you can get those at Costco, the giant jar. The same thing as powder, right? You just chew it up. Um, you can do the, the emergency. That's 1,000 milligrams, but you should take more than that if you really want protection. So how do we measure people like me? Hmm? Who have fought back the virus. I probably was exposed to it multiple times. Yet, as far as I know, I haven't had it. I don't know. I haven't had an antibody test. Maybe I have had it. Maybe I had a very, very minor episode. But the bottom line is, Newsom can't take credit because he's dishing out the vaccine like candy to a bunch of sheep when there are many other scientific explanations out there like the darn virus just doing what darn viruses do we don't know what this thing is going to do we don't know if you know after it's been around it it starts weakening it's been around for a year yeah there's variants whoop de doo there's variants of the flu and these poor people who are getting these shots especially this johnson and johnson man a lie how do you feel oh i saw someone say oh well you have to get a flu shot every year too yeah but This is uncharted territory. We don't know what 
the results and the ramifications of the, this vaccine are going to be 10 and 15 years down the road. We know initially the J&J had some blood clot issues. That should be scary enough for people, but apparently not. Apparently not. So our constitutional rights are under assault, but there are some people, even in enemy territory like California, who are standing up for the constitutional rights of, frankly, all Americans. Joining me now is the senior pastor at Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills, Pastor Jack Hibbs. Uh, pastor Hibbs, this is a crucial moment in time, and you really, in California, right in the belly of the beast, I believe have been at the vanguard uh, during this assault on our constitutional rights, a.k.a. our God-given rights, which the framers of the Constitution were simply trying to protect, God-given rights. And you have stood up, and not unlike David and Goliath, uh, you being the David and Goliath being the governor of California and, and telling him, hey, uh, we need to worship God, even in the middle of a government response to uh, a pandemic. And now a year later, um, how, how do you quantify how things have changed at Calvary Chapel in, in Chino Hills? I would imagine uh, there's been some ups and downs, but overall, where are you right now? Thanks for asking, uh, Graham. I got to tell you, when you say ups and downs, truly ups and downs. But here are uh, the kinds of downs we're talking about. The downs is a traffic problem, <laughs> seriously, that has bottlenecked the, the streets of our town. Uh, we don't have enough seats. We wound up having to erect a 1,500-seat outdoor sanctuary overflow rooms. We're seeing every Sunday uh, for the last 14 months, Graham, think of that, or 12 months, I should say, about uh, anywhere from 13 to 14,000 people coming every Sunday. We've got 2,500 people coming every Wednesday night. What's happening? People recognize that our culture is imploding and upside down. They're, they're scared. They're hungry. They're searching. And we are seeing things that we have never seen before. And this church has become truly... Uh, a, a place of refuge. And so uh, the governor knows we're doing this. We, we sent him a video. We let him know what we're doing. We've not yet heard a word from him over all these months. We have uh, gone really without any um, in, uh, intrusion from the government. We've got the support of our local mayors. Hmm. We live in uh, between two cities. Police department, county health department have left us alone. We've done everything we can to create a safe environment, staying faithful to the teaching of the word of God, that Jesus Christ is Lord, that, that he loves us. We just threw in an amazing resurrection season where we saw just so many people come to the faith of Christ Jesus. But I got to tell you, Graham, this to me is the most, one of the most important things. We've been asked by local governments if we would help our police force at a time like this with community support. We've been asked by our local city if we would help finance uh, the, the shut-ins and the elderly in their time of need. We have actually dovetailed with the municipalities. It could not have been a better time. It still continues to be an epic time for us. We have argued, those of us of, uh, of faith, that uh, in the middle of a pandemic, a government response to a pandemic, I should say, um, you need faith more than ever. And to shut down uh, churches and to shut down gyms, too, uh, places where people congregate 
to heal, if you will, and to, to get stronger, gyms and churches. I'm not equating the two, but they're both uh, very important elements to, to many people's lives. To shut it down, to me, has always been counterintuitive. I also believe that it is an insult to God to force people to wear a face muzzle while they are worshiping God. To me, it is just the antithesis of, of what we should be doing. Did it hit you like it hit me about a year ago? Right. You know, initially when the government response to the Wuhan coronavirus, we were all a little bit uncertain. Right. Even those of us who, who believe in God and, and, and believe that God has a plan for us, gives us the tools to execute the plan. But still, there was some uncertainty. But it dawned on me very early that none of this made sense. And shutting down churches in particular made zero sense to me, especially when church could be held outside. Church could be held in a, in a reasonable manner. And, and, and people have, have brains like yourself in order to execute a safe way to worship God. Graham, in fact, you and I discussed uh, several times back then when that was going on, and you and I have been a knit at the heart from the beginning on this. Absolutely correct. When we first heard the 15 days, remember President Trump asked for the first 15 days uh, because we didn't know what we had. Um, I, I complied with that. I did have a hard time with it because um, I've never seen in the last 2000 years where church stopped meeting. I had a hard time with that. Then he asked for an additional 15 days to flatten the curve. That didn't sit well with me, but I just uh, I just cranked out stuff online, but we still were not meeting. But the moment that he said, OK, now I'm going to give it to the governors of the states, which is a smart move on his part. Uh, that's when we said, no, that's it. We sent that note to Newsom and we went for it. Uh, we opened up and you're exactly correct. But our leader, Newsom, does not see the value of the church. He doesn't see the spiritual life that a person needs in a time of crisis. The bubonic plague, the church did not shut down. In Europe's cholera epidemic, the church did not shut down. World War II, the church did not shut down. World War no. The church always became the epicenter of crisis. Case in point, when 9-11 happened, every church across America on that Tuesday night, without even announcement, blew up with attendance. People went to their knees in prayer. This is America. It is in our DNA as a nation founded upon a Judeo-Christian worldview value to do exactly that. And when government comes in, let's be honest, they have no authority whatsoever to dictate to the church of the living God mandates and, and demands that, that not only violate the word of God, they make no scientific sense. The stuff about a mask, it is impossible for a mask to stop a virus. Masks can't stop viruses. And yet people are walking around still today here in Southern California. It's just as Nazi driven wearing the mask as it ever has been. And I got to tell you, Graham, I hope I don't offend everybody by saying this, but it's becoming to me a display of ignorance. I mean, I've got enough biology to know that a mask is not going to protect you. But people, it, it, to me, it's equivalent. Donning a mask right now against the virus is, will do you the same amount of protection as sucking your thumb when you're scared. It's the same thing. Yep. And back in the old days, we used to wear a, a dunce hat when we got in trouble. I think these are becoming dunce masks because they don't work, but people feel better. They drive in their car, windows up, nobody else in the vehicle, but they get their mask on. What are we thinking? 
right on the CDC website, this is the kind of thing that, that drives me crazy that people can't do the, the simple research that I do. And I'm sure that you have done right on the CDC website, 2018 study that looked at the effectiveness of wearing a mask to reduce the spread of a virus, whether you have the virus or you're trying to not get the virus. And the, the result on the CDC website was <laughs> masks don't work. Yet here we are with Dr. Fauci saying, wear, wear a mask, wear two masks, wear 500 masks. But there are so many things wrong with the mask. It's, to me, it's a compliance test, but also it becomes a, a, a biological cesspool. Those poor workers wear at the checkout stand, wearing that mask for eight hours, forcing our children who are largely immune to the Wuhan coronavirus to wear a mask. That to me, uh, Pastor Jack is criminal. So I think that, that we need to stick together. And those of us who, who care about our constitutional rights, like yourself, like Mike Lindell, like Donald Trump, like Graham Ledger, we all need to stick together. And if folks want more information about your church, I don't know if you can handle any more congregants. I know right. people. I know people from LA who say, "I mean, I'm going to church. Where are you going on uh, today?" And I'm going to Chino Hill. I said, "Chino, <laughs> I know where you're going. Yeah. You're bursting at the seams." But if people want to support your effort, who happen to be in Florida or Texas or, or wherever, or they want more information about what you do, and maybe want to see some of your online sermons, where can yep. they go? Very simply, JackHibbs.com. We've just consolidated everything there. JackHibbs.com. All the information is there uh, to, to answer your question. Graham, i got to tell you before we part ways, man, I appreciate you. You're, you're a voice in the wilderness. I thank you that under all kinds of pressures, you've never wavered. You've never changed your message because it is rooted in the foundation of this nation and in God. And I appreciate you. I look forward to seeing you more often. Well, God bless you. And uh, Pastor Jack, keep up the great work, please. Thank you. Now, remember, Newsom... Governor Newsom of California has lost five times before the United States Supreme Court on this issue of being able to go to church and these silly restrictions and unconstitutional restrictions that he was placing on houses of worship. Five times he's lost, yet he continues to appeal because different cases keep coming up that are all basically the same. They're all churches fighting for liberty fighting for the First Amendment, fighting for the ability to simply allow people to come to worship God. Imagine that. Imagine if I had told you five, ten years ago that today in, in 2021, we would have to go to the Supreme Court to go to church? It's outrageous. It's absolutely outrageous. And yeah, I blame the largest church on the planet, the largest Christian church on the planet, the Catholic Church, for virtually all of this, because I know that if the Catholic Church had stood up like it did in World War II for Jews that were being exterminated by the Nazis, if it had stood up by these Nazis, the Cuomo and the Newsom and the Pritzker and the Murphy and the Wolf and the nutcase Whitmer, if the Catholic Church had stood up the bishops from coast to coast, had stood up and said, no, we are not going to stop worshiping God. What would Newsom and Pritzker and Cuomo, what would they have done? Would they have sued the Catholic Church? Would they have put, had their send their, their Nazi guards out to each Catholic? I mean, think about it. 60 million Catholics in the United States. That's one-fifth of the population, ladies and gentlemen. 
churches in every community. And, and I'm not degrading other Christian churches. I'm not. Protestant, Lutheran, Baptist, whatever. But the Catholic Church is a leader on the planet. And instead of standing up to these modern-day Nazis in this country, the Catholic Church knelt down and capitulated. Disgusting. Just disgusting to me. Absolutely disgusting as a Catholic. Absolutely. Couldn't believe it. What more can we do, governors? We'll shut down the church. We'll, we'll, we'll do whatever you say. It's unbelievable. Instead, we have these brave pastors like Pastor Jack Hibbs, who said no, firmly, not so delicately in some cases, who said, we're going to continue to worship. We're going to continue to celebrate Mass and church. We're going to continue through this so-called pandemic to have people be able to pray to God that maybe they can be extricated from this horrible anti-constitutional situation. It's use it or lose it time, ladies and gentlemen, for the Constitution, in particular the First Amendment, because the First Amendment clearly is under assault right now. This edition of the Ledger Report is on its way. The Archives Library of Congress, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I'm Graham Ledger. And remember, even when I'm wrong, I'm right.